Hi, I'm Chris Nessie from the House of EdTech podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Ninth Grade Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dutchko. The goal of the Ninth Grade Experience is to give you the story of the ninth grade students here at Emmaus High School and beyond through the people who live it daily, the students and the staff. We will attempt to touch on the real issues and stories that ninth grade students face in order to prepare them to know that ninth grade counts. And I'm really excited to bring you this week's episode. It's one of our last episodes here in the March Career Month uh group that we have done here. So today we'll be featuring a conversation we had with Jackie Bassett, who is the owner of FD Market in downtown Emmaus. Um, And she's a 2018 graduate of Emmaus High School. And we'll give you a little bit more about her in a second. But if you are watching the video or listening uh, through your podcast app here, you may have noticed a different beginning to the show. So I'm very excited to announce that the ninth grade experience is now part of the Education Podcast Network. Uh, So big thanks to Chris Chris Nessie, who is the the founder and the CEO, I guess, of the network, uh, offering us a spot. So we will have some different people at the beginning of the episode advertising uh, that part of the podcast network. And uh, we're really excited to be a part of that with many other education podcasts from around the world. Um, There are ones from Canada, ones from the United States and other spots as well too. So it's it's a great opportunity for the ninth grade experience to start branching out a little bit. So as you heard in the beginning of the show, if you go to edupodcastnetwork.com, you'll see all the other shows in the ninth grade experience is mentioned there as well too. So maybe we'll have some crossover guests and some different stuff, but it is a super cool, exciting thing for the podcast to be able to feature and talk about the EDU podcast network. So we're excited to be a part of that. And we're excited that we have passed 10,000 total downloads and and views on YouTube and on our audio apps. So a big thanks to everybody who's been watching and sharing the show. Um, It's really been a a great run through the last couple years here. We're coming up on 100 episodes. We're coming up on our third anniversary show. So we do have some cool stuff planned. Uh, We have a couple features that we're going to plan for the rest of the year, some podcast OGs, original guests here. So we're working on getting those people back from our first year who are graduating this year. So we're really excited about that. So lots of great stuff happening with the podcast here in the future. If you want to listen to any of it, you can always go to ninthgradeexperience.com. That's our website where all of our episodes are there. Um, You can access our YouTube channel from there too. We're five subscribers away from 100 total subscribers. At 100 subscribers, I get to name the channel. So hopefully we can get five more people to subscribe out there. It'd be great. Um, You can also subscribe on anywhere where you listen to podcasts, subscribe and follow, whether it's iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, any of those places. So the podcast is growing thanks to your support. So I'm really excited to continue to bring it to you. And uh, this week's episode with Jackie Bassett is an amazing uh, story where an Emmaus student went through, figured out what she wanted to do with her career, 
and then was able to make it happen in less than four years. She's now a business owner. So it's a different career path, but definitely an awesome story. Uh, we did get our responses from students, and in the last episode, I did say we were going to kind of talk about that. But I think we're going to use that in a separate episode. I want to try to reach out to some local people to see to get some interview tactics and strategies for, for students trying to get a job. So I'm going to try to do that and make it into another episode here. So we'll wait another week here or so to get uh, the response back from students about their first jobs, but I do have it and we are going to use it. So thanks a lot for sending that in. So uh, let's get into the episode here and the talk with Jackie Bassett uh, from F&D Marketplace. And uh, we're really excited to be part of the new the EDU Podcast Network. And this is a great episode for our first one on the network. So this is uh, Jackie Bassett, class of 2018 and the owner of FD Market. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Ninth Grade Experience Podcast. This is the first episode that I filmed on location. So this is kind of a new one here. And if you recognize the store here, we're in, at the Triangle in Emmaus at the FD Market. And I am here with the owner and the person that runs it. And she is a 2018 graduate of Emmaus High School. And her name is Jackie Bassett. So we're glad to have her on the show today. So Jackie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So it's not too long ago that you were at Emmaus High School graduating in 2018. So we're not asking you to go too far back. But we always ask our guests, the first question is, what was your ninth grade experience like? So um, we have been talking before we started recording. So um, a little bit about your Emmaus experience. But can you let everyone know what was your ninth great experience like in Emmaus? Yeah, I was very excited to go to Emmaus, um, ready to be in high school, felt over middle school, um, and it was a really great opportunity to kind of test out some interests that I had. I knew, I didn't know what I wanted to do, I had no idea, so it was a really cool time to kind of take a couple classes in different areas that I thought I had interests in, see what I liked, what I didn't like, and kind of narrow it down. Was there any sort of, and we talked before, like there wasn't something in that ninth grade year that has led you to kind of where you are now, but do you have any sort of thing that happened in your ninth grade year, maybe that changed what you were thinking or kind of led you in a direction of maybe, you know, you wanted to go in a little bit different direction than maybe what some of the people around you were kind of telling you what you should be doing? My ninth grade year was the first time that I kind of realized how college focused everything at the high school was um, it was kind of my first taste of that like everything you're doing right now is preparing you to get into college and go to college and it seemed a little bit limiting I didn't know that I wanted to go to college um, so that felt super overwhelming and it kind of felt like that was the only end goal that it was like my whole life is just prepare for college and that made me feel a little bit boxed in so I started to explore some other options like the end of my freshman year. I thought that I wanted to do something a little more creative in the arts, so I took a couple like art classes, music classes, and then eventually ultimately realized that that wasn't for me either. Um, but that was kind of the first time that I had felt like the only purpose of school was to continue to do more school. So, you know, it doesn't sound like at any point, like in those early years in high school, you were like, I'm going to be a business owner and this is the type of business I'm going to run. Um, so where along your high school journey did like that kind of change a little bit for you and like this interest in, and we'll talk about what the store is focused on here, but like when did that kind of come into to vision for you as to like what you wanted to pursue and then kind of how did you arrive at, you know, becoming a, a business owner? I could tell you exactly when that change happened. Um, it was the fall of my senior year, 
and I went on a trip with the high school's National Parks Club. We went to Utah, hiked, backpacked in all of the national parks there, um, and I kind of had this like light bulb moment where I was like, I don't have to work a nine to five. I don't have to go to college. I had spent most of my high school experience feeling like there was something wrong with me for not wanting to do those things. Um, and that was kind of the first time where I was like, I can just do something that makes me happy, that makes me feel fulfilled and be successful, that I don't have to just check off the boxes of what society thinks I need to do to be successful. So you went on that trip and, uh, you know, with Mr. Mahalik and the National Parks Group. And what was it about, like, so your, your store here focuses a lot on sustainability, natural products. Um, so was there something like in that trip or in that class that kind of drew you to that um, like area that you're focusing your business on? Absolutely. So aside from just kind of like the clarity of I can experience like this freedom and fulfillment and not being boxed into what everybody else thinks I should be doing, I developed a love for our natural spaces, our national parks, conservation, environmentalism. And I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do with that. So that was in the fall. In the summer, I went to Alaska with the same class. And that was kind of when my personal sustainability journey kind of was kickstarted. I remember we went on a hike. We were hiking up to Exit Glacier. And as you hike, you pass signs with dates on them. So basically, you're physically hiking the distance that the glacier has receded over time, which for me was a really powerful and tangible experience of climate change. And so after that trip, I was like, we really need to get it together and like start making some changes to make sure that if I have children someday, like there will maybe be glaciers around still. So that kind of instilled like the urgency in me to live more sustainably. And then when I returned from that trip, I started trying to make more sustainable changes in my lifestyle and there were no options locally. So there was not one store that you could just walk into and find everything you needed, but have it be plastic free, better for the environment, ethically sourced. There's a lot of greenwashing out there and you can go to Target and half the bottles have a little green leaf on them. But once you look at the ingredients or the company that makes them, they're not always the most responsibly or sustainably made. So I wanted to create a space that kind of did all of the work on our end for the consumer that when people walk into our store, they can trust that the products that they're buying are sustainable and ethical. So you graduated in the, you know, the spring of 2018 and the store opened in the fall of 2019. Yes. So between those times, and I know you said that um, you had told me previously, you took a kind of a year off after you finished school, but what was that process like in that year, you know, between graduation and then the store opening and then you becoming a part of it? Like you didn't go to business school. You didn't go for a sustainability certificate. Like you kind of went off and saw the world and did what you needed to do to kind of gain some real life experience. And then you came back and, and boom, here you are a business that you're running. So what was that like time between like, and how did you get yourself ready to kind of come back and, and be involved in the business here? So I actually didn't know that I was going to start the business until about two months before we opened, which was crazy. So I took a year off after I graduated high school and I traveled all over the place. Um, the big trips I went to Canada, Haiti, Iceland, and I did a road trip across the United States and I traveled by myself. Um, and that again, kind of just confirmed like my passion for the environment and also, 
um, like people and community. And so after that, I took the gap year kind of hoping that I would come out of it knowing exactly what I wanted to do, which never happens. So don't go into that with that expectation. It only happens like that in movies. Um, So I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And again, I felt super pressured by society and the people around me. And so I did enroll in college. Um, I took some, I started with some education classes, which in my mind, I was like, maybe I can be like the teacher that I always needed, that sort of thing, which again, bad idea. Maybe not for other people, but for me it was. Um, and then ultimately I switched to business because I had the idea for the store. Um, I always joke that I have like a crazy number of like random stupid college credits that will never actually amount to any sort of degree um, because I've dabbled in so many different things. But I did end up taking a couple business classes that were useful, but they didn't really, business as a whole doesn't align with my vision and my values and what I'm trying to do here. A lot of the business classes I took were all about that bottom line of profit and they didn't really care about who or what they hurt to get there. So I wanted to take a more mindful approach to business. And so I finished that semester. Um, I started the business in the middle of the fall semester. Um, And then once I realized that I could make a full-time income, giving my business full-time energy, I decided that it wasn't worth it to continue going to school. So I just decided to kind of combine all of my passions into the store. Um, I'm super creative, so I love like marketing and creating content and that sort of thing. And then again, everything we're doing is to try to help preserve the planet and our environment. So I kind of combined all of those interests and that's how the market was born. Was there... I'm sure there had to have been, but was there any sort of nervousness about it from either you or family or friends being like, what are you doing? Like, you know, the the, the niche that you have here is really specific. Um, the stuff is really cool. And, you know, you know, there is really nothing like it here in Emmaus. But like, I'd have to imagine you started the business and then we had the pandemic and everything kind of like happened all at the same time. And I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have a business at that point, but we're, you know, in the store here, you just, you're in the process of opening up a second store in Easton. So it's been successful. So like, what was that? Like when you made the ultimate choice to kind of do it and you had taken some classes, like, what was that? Like, how was, was it a lot to weigh when you made that decision? Like, how did you ultimately just be like, I'm, I'm all in, we're going for it. For me, it was easy. Um, I was incredibly unhappy going to school and I probably, everybody's like, why didn't you just finish just so that you'd have a degree? Um, But for me, it was about, I needed to be doing something that was fulfilling um, and that meant something to me. Um, My parents are incredible. Never once have they been like, "Mm, I think you should play it a little more safe. Um, They're super encouraging and they both own businesses of their own. So they've been able to lend an ear or advice when I need it. And they're super supportive. The pandemic was a curveball that I was not expecting. So we opened in at the very end of November in 2019. So we were open for about three months before everything kind of shut down. And that was a little nerve wracking. That was the first time that I think I was really like, maybe this wasn't a great idea. Um, But I decided to pivot. And I think that's, again, something that helps to define how successful you can be. A lot of people told me that I needed to have something that was more stable or safer. Um, And what does that that even mean? Anyway, there are a lot of 
positions that you have to have a degree for that have kind of been hurt more than our business was during the pandemic. Um, so we switched when we first opened, we sold a lot of like fun things like sustainable candles and that sort of stuff. And when things are tight, people aren't buying things like that. So I decided to switch entirely to consumables and essentials. So hand soap, dish soap, laundry detergent, toilet paper, things that people are always going to need, even if it feels like the world is ending. yeah yeah seriously and that's and that like a lot of your story which i think is really cool is like that you've just kind of adapted and figured this stuff out as you went along like to be able to change that and like i know that our jasper program which we'll talk a little bit about in a couple of seconds here like you've worked with the jasper program with the candles and developing that stuff but like you're right like people like if you're trying to have a business like the number one thing is to like sell stuff to people so like when you're thinking about like all the different things that go into that like you're right like and i'm sure like did you uh, with like supply and all the other stuff, but like people were probably still coming in in whatever way they could get it. I know you have like an online presence as well too, but like those essentials, people needed those essentials the entire time. So you didn't, you know, you weren't worried about selling candles when you had these other things to kind of fall back on, which I'm sure was a lifesaver for the business at that point. Absolutely. I mean, the first couple months, like March, April, and a little bit of May were tough, but from June of 2020 on, we've consecutively done better every single month and so I think it's just like I said being able to get creative and adapt and mold and change your business to fit with the times is really important and I said you've worked with our Jasper program and what they they worked with like developing like sustainable candles and I know that they've had some they've sold them in the store or they've had some sort of agreement but um what does it mean for you to work you know to, to work with the high school where you went and like you talked about like maybe you weren't the best at like the traditional programs you were a good student but you always kind of had like you were participating in like co-ops you really like you know what jasper is now like what does it mean to you to be able to have a successful business and to be able to give back to the high school through your knowledge and through some of the other things that you're able to do yeah absolutely it's definitely a very full circle type experience i did not feel super accepted or encouraged by my teachers during my time at Emmaus. I felt very limited, very boxed in. I was told a bunch, you have to go to college, you have to do this, you're too smart not to. And that kind of, I think, was why I have more of a negative association with my time there. So when the Jasper program started, it felt, it was super exciting for me to see that they're starting to give some more options to students that might not be conventional or traditional learners. Um, or they just want to do something different. Um, you can be super smart and not want to go to college or want to start your own business, and there really aren't resources for students that want to do things like that. So I think it's super exciting to see a program where kids can kind of take control of their learning and learn about what they're interested in and how they learn best um, and take more of a hands-on approach to things. And would you say like the the stuff that the kids produce like in those first I think you've done it like tw two years now like is it like what do you think that they learned from that experience that like maybe you wish you would have known at that point in high school like a lot because a lot of the times the f they are freshmen that are doing these projects with the candles and that sustainability piece so like what did they get as freshmen from participating in that that maybe you didn't get a chance to get absolutely so. My brother also is in the Jasper program, so I have a little bit of insider um, insight there too. So they're 
definitely allowed to have a little bit more creativity with their learning and can kind of like there's obviously parameters within things but they can be like I'm super interested in this so I'm going to kind of tailor my project this way and I think that that's super valuable especially as a freshman you're super impressionable and you're still trying to figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it um for example with um I think the real world experience is a huge piece of it as a business professional I'm shocked at how few adults know how to professionally communicate and that's something that I was never taught in high school I was never taught how to write an email or how to like professionally correspond with somebody and so all of our projects were like oh you have to present making a video and that's (laughs) you're never in real life gonna have to send a video to a client or I mean very rarely does that ever happen so for the candle project They asked how I wanted the students to present their projects to me, and I said, have them write me a business email, because you would be shocked how many people that actually want me to sell their products send me an Instagram DM. And they're like, (laughs) hey, sell my stuff. And that's not how things work professionally. So these freshmen wrote me business emails, and that was like part of the English section of the class, and they did a really great job, and I think that those are super valuable skills that we should be learning early on that has have kind of been skipped over in the past. Uh, a few more questions. Like, so you talked about that and kind of incorporating all those different things. Like, what is something that maybe, ah, there's always the train that goes by. Um, so what would you say is something that like people wouldn't know about like owning a business? Like you talked about that like communication piece, which is huge. And like a lot of times people don't think about that. Like you, you know, your store is only X number of square feet. You only have limited shelf space, you know, for, for a product to get on your shelf has to kick somebody else off the shelf or build new shelves. So like having that, but like, what would people not really know about like what it takes to run a business because we are in career month here and you know entrepreneurship isn't something that usually comes up a lot in these conversations so like what would be something that you would tell students that maybe like this is what it's like to run a business and it's not like shark tank or like you know you know all the other businessy type shows that they might say it's a lot and i think it's really easy and i have this issue sometimes too with people that want to come work here and then It's a lot different than just going and working at Target. And especially in small businesses, I do probably four or five different full-time jobs that if I were to just go do marketing for Nordstrom, like I'd just be doing marketing, but here I have to do all of the accounting and bookkeeping and the marketing and the research and development and the merchandising, and I have to check people out. So it's a lot of different roles kind of tied into one. And I think the biggest lesson that I ever learned as an entrepreneur is that nobody's ever gonna care as much about your business as you do. And so it is a lot of really long days and really late nights and you're kind of, I mean, I have a really great team of employees now. In the beginning, I couldn't afford that. So it's something that like you really have to be dedicated and you really have to care about it in order for it to succeed because you're in a sense the only person that can make anything happen. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, I've heard that before, but I really like that. Like no one's going to care more than you because, you know, your whole stake of living is based on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like financial and, you know, you're tied to the store and, you know, people probably associate you with that. And it's, you know, it's not just something like on a game show at this point. Like this is like your real life. Like, and this is within, 
you know, four years of graduating high school, like you have multiple successful businesses now or, you know, getting them off the ground, like, you know, it's a, it's a lot. And I, I think a lot of times, you know, people don't take that into account of like, wow, that's like a lot, like a lot of work, like to run a store like this, you know, we're in the store now, you know, when you look around, there's not, there's products on the shelves, but there's not, you know, it's not like a target where there's thousands of things, but like you research all of this stuff, you have to find it. You have to, you know, make agreements on how these products get into the store. Like, I'm sure that was like a huge, like learning curve at the beginning of like, so what do I put in the store? Like, oh, this isn't selling. Like, having all these different things that you have to figure out on, on your own. There's no like, there's no business Instagrammer that's going to tell you like what to, <laughs> what to put on your store shelves in your own store. Yeah, absolutely. Especially within the market that we're in, in regards to sustainability, I have very strict values and standards on what products I will and will not carry. And so it's a lot more of a thoughtful, mindful process than I'm sure target buyers yeah. <laughs> go through. Do you find that to be like, now, obviously you went into the business because of those values, but do you ever just being like, man, I wish I could just sell like seventh generation cleaner because it makes I, my job a lot harder. Yeah. So last thing, and we appreciate you taking so much of your time here to talk to our students and everyone about like your career. Like, so what would you invite, like, what advice would you give to a freshman or anyone at Emmaus high school? You know, you got the career speeches when you were there, you had like the, you know, all the different things, but it seemed like you needed a, different message when you were at high school? Like, what would you want that message to be for the the kids that are currently in high school now? I would advise them to find a mentor, find somebody that's doing what you want to do and ask them about it. I have kids come in here all the time. They send me messages. They're like, I want to do this or I want to start a store. I want to do something similar. And I'm always happy to sit down with people, tell them not only the good parts but the hard parts and this is what I wish I would have done differently and I think that that's the most valuable experience that you can have whether it is a career that you have to get to through college or if it's something that you can do right out of high school I think it's really important to talk to people that have done what you want to do and also don't be afraid to try things like I said my freshman year I thought I wanted to do something in regards to the arts and then once I took a couple classes I was like this is not for me yeah Um, so but you also might like branch out and take a class that you're like, I don't think I'm going to like this and end up falling in love with it. And that's what you end up wanting to do. So don't be afraid to try things out and talk to people, shadow people, try to get real world experience. So for people that are watching, maybe not necessarily the students, but you know, other people as well too, can you tell people, Hey, where can we find you in Emmaus and then online and just, um, any other shout outs you want to give yourself for your business here? Sure. We are at 348 Main Street in Emmaus. We're right in the triangle. We're opening up another store in Easton, hopefully within the next two weeks. And then online, you can find us at fdmarketco.com. Well, so thanks a lot for sharing your story. And I think students, hopefully they hear that maybe it was a non-conventional way to get to business ownership, which I think is a cool way to do it. And, you know, you didn't go through the, you didn't go the traditional route and um, you were able to use what you kind of learned at Emmaus and what you wish you would have learned to get to where you are now. So thanks a lot for taking some time and sharing your story with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.